0: Hey everybody, this is a preview of today's members episode. If you want to hear the whole thing, head on over to theconfessionalspodcast.com, hit the join button and become a member today.
1: Merkel Media. 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 Media.
0: Media. This was all circulating around the base that a giant had been killed, but no one was supposed to talk about it.
2: I saw three long bony fingers reach up underneath the door, curl up to grab it, and then disappear.
1: When he came over to me, dude, he slithered over to me.
0: And this giant comes out of the cave and they're all frozen. And he starts running and firing at this giant. With well, the giant moves, he's got a spear in one hand and he's running really fast and spears holds him up like this. Somebody else, shoot him in
1: the face, shoot him in the face. They basically decapitate him. Got closer, got closer, got closer. When he got about 15 yards away from me, I raised that 12 gauge and I blowed his head off. I feel something pulling at my leg. And I look over and there are two small gray entities pulling at me. And they're literally, I'm getting pulled off the
2: bed. I reached my hand into this bush and I touched air. Couldn't breathe and I couldn't move because I know I'm seeing a monster. Yep. Yep. Welcome to the show, everybody. You are listening to The Confessionals Podcast. I am your host for this intro, Jack Merkel, and I'm here filling in for Tony while his throat gets better and he gets over this uh, cold that he has. So... If you have any crazy or wild stories that you want to share with us on the show, go ahead and shoot us an email. Our email address is contact at the confessionalspodcast.com. That's contact at the com. Or go to the website, theconfessionalspodcast.com. Hit the contact section. You can reach us that way as well. Either way works for us. Just get a hold of us. And who knows? As Tony's been saying recently, you join us on the show, your story may become a movie like The Shape of Shadows or Expedition Dogman, which you can find both of those on Merkle.media. All right, so today we have another members episode, and we are joined by Adam. Adam shares uh, some really remarkable stories, specifically um, having some wild encounters in the dream state. He explains how he had been impacted by uh, demonic influences, Uh, which is what he called it, in a dream state. Um, Just a legitimately insane story to go through. uh, And Adam shares it remarkably well. Uh, So anyway, without any further ado, here we go. Let's get into this week's show.
0: All right. Today we have Adam on the show. Adam, how you doing, man? Doing well, Tony. Thank you. Man, I'm glad you're here, and I'm glad you're here to talk to me because uh, I, you have listen, you have a lot of different experiences in your life, uh, which is a common thing. And you know, maybe that's why people Mm -hmm. like talking on the show and stuff because they, through listening to the show, they realize that maybe they're not so weird. I don't know. Like it's it's a common thing from my perspective talking with people that they just a lot of people have a lot of experiences throughout their life. And I often wonder if I've had a lot of experiences that I just don't remember. Uh, But I find it very interesting how there are people in this world who have uh, experiences that they just seem to hold on to throughout their life. And it kind of tells you a little bit about the experience, though. if you think about it. it. It really does tell you that it was something that Unlock something in their brain that they had to hold on to. And, you know, because like our brains can't keep everything, you know, forever. It, it, we always forget things. And these things, though, people tend to say, no, that I, I know my brain needs to some more storage space, but that we're holding on to. And so uh, I find it interesting because when I was reading through your email, uh, the vast amount of experiences since you were born. Um, but we're going to kind of yeah. jump into uh, not the very beginning, we want to actually talk about sure. uh, some very specific things because I think it's uh, it's worth noting. Uh, and you said you wanted to talk about the reptilian experience first. So I'm going to hand things over to you and let you kind of start taking it away and walk us through some of these experiences, man.
1: Sure. Um, thanks for having me on your show. And, and let me just speak to what you said a little bit earlier. You know, I've kind of been back and forth a little bit about whether or not I really wanted to come on here. But Um, like you said, this is the place to share it with a community of people that are really trying to dig deep into just exactly what's happening when people are having these really otherworldly experiences. And it's something that's been around on this planet for thousands of years. So thank you for creating that for us. And, uh, and so, yeah, this experience was really interesting. Um, this happened, I must've been maybe seven years old at the time. Um, it was right in between the changing of the sea, se- uh, seasons between fall and I'm sorry, between summer and fall in Southern California. Uh, my mom had just got home from work. She picked me up from daycare and she was putting away groceries. And since I was still young, she didn't really let me go outside at the time to play by myself. One of those kinds of things where, you know, just stay in front of the door where I can see you if I need to check on you. And so I was playing outside, um, In the middle of the day, it was during the week uh, and I was playing in the dirt and I was creating a house out of sticks and all of a sudden, a very kind of lucid feeling came upon me and it almost felt like in that moment, I slightly shifted into a dream state and I started to look around and I looked over to my right where there's this big wall uh, made out of cinder blocks and I got this intense desire to go over to that wall and to climb the wall, to go to the other side, because in my imagination, I was thinking there was going to be an adventure for me. Um, and my mom didn't want me to go out of her sight. So I kind of wrestled with myself five or 10 minutes on whether or not I want to do it because I didn't want to yell that. So long story short, I jump on over to that wall. It was too big for me to climb. But at the very bottom, there was a cinder block um, just big enough for my little body to fit through. And the mortar was already falling out. So I kind of pulled out some chunks and I was able to remove that cinder block. And I shimmied under that cinder block. And on the other side of that wall was a large uh, grass field. And then after that grass field, if I remember correctly, there was a parking lot and then the street. So this was public and this was out in the open during the day. And so I went under that part of the block or the wall and I looked around and something immediately told me right there, don't go any further um you should go back under the wall i started to feel a little fearful and i wasn't sure why but i have such an insatiable curiosity and i have a high tolerance for things like pain and suffering and pushing it to the limit so i just continued to go and as i started to walk i was looking at the ground looking at the grass seeing if i could find any bugs or rocks um and then all of a sudden um as i was walking and i'm looking at the ground i saw feet in front of me, maybe 15 feet away from me or so, maybe 20 feet, right between there. And when I looked up, out of nowhere, there were three huge reptilian beings standing in front of me. They appeared to be completely physical. The one in the middle was larger than the two on the right and left-hand side. And their mouth was slightly open. I could see their teeth. They were sharp. Um, It looked like they were wearing some kind of leather getup it didn't really cover the whole body but some kind of a strap over their shoulders and around the private area some kind of some kind of sandals or something like that were on them they almost looked like an old school uh reptilian tribe something like that that's what they looked like and i was immediately frozen with fear um one of the absolutely most intense experiences of fear i've ever had um and the one in the front I felt like he was telepathically communicating to the other two and I'm, I'm empathic a little bit so I can sense emotions and, and thoughts you might say, or, or the energy field around thoughts. And I could, I could sense that these things were um, generating some kind of uh, you know, they, they call it louche. If, if you get back into the, into some of the old school uh, paranormal language, you'll come across a, a word called louche, loosh, L O O S H. And it's a substance that's supposedly produced in the body by a psycho-spiritual phenomenon that happens inside people when they're engaged with some kind of entity of darkness, demon, or whatever. And um, apparently, uh, these kinds of beings are really attracted to the substance. And I didn't know it at the time. This is kind of what I'm thinking about now. But I think that these beings were somehow projecting this fear field towards me and my body. And I can almost sense that they were like smelling the aroma of my fear. They were like, they were getting excited about like food being cooked in the kitchen kind of thing. It, it, it was a weird experience and I, and I felt like they wanted to consume me. Um, and so uh, what I did was is I, I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to die. And so the only thing I knew what to do at that time was to call on God uh, because of some of the poltergeist experiences I had growing up with my mom um and uh and so i called upon the name of jesus at that time um and i could feel their connection to me break a little bit and but i still couldn't move um and and then the one in the middle took a step towards me um and as soon as it took a step towards me i knew immediately if i don't break free from this right now i'm not going to make it and so i called upon the name of jesus again And, um, all of a sudden I felt this real subtle, very gentle energy kind of run through my body. And all of a sudden I was able to break free from, from that grip. And I turned around and I ran as fast as I could. It didn't really feel like I was running fast, but I ran as fast as I could back towards that wall. Um, and I immediately dove under the the little opening and I started shimmying through that wall again. And right as my left foot was about to make it, I felt it grabbed my ankle um, and it tried to pull me back um, and my arms were already through. And so my arms were out like this and it stopped. And I, I stopped myself like that. And I actually got had bruises on, on my arms right here from, from that pulling pressure. And when that happened, I called the I called on the name of Jesus again. And all of a sudden it let go. And I ran screaming. I don't think I was crying, but I ran screaming to my mom. Um, I didn't really know what to tell her. I didn't know reptilians at the time. I just said, mom, something tried to grab me, something tried to take me. And she thought I was being abducted by somebody and I got lucky and I got away. Um, but that was the first experience I had at that level. Um, and, uh, it's so weird because I had no idea about reptilians and then later in life, you know, you come across these things, research and history. Um, and, uh, it was just one of those things. I, I I think I've shared this story with maybe one or two people my whole life. Now, a lot of people are going to know, but um, that was one of the very first experiences I had on a paranormal level that was at, I guess you could say at that level, at, at, at that kind of impact. It was it was pretty nutty. And uh, for a long time, I feared them coming back. Uh, there have been times where I felt like I've sensed reptilian energy. There have been times where I feel like I've heard growls uh, for a period of time after that. Um, But I never saw them again. Thank God, you know?
0: Yeah. What do you think the reason for that whole encounter was? I mean, like you, I mean, this happened a long time ago and you've clearly thought about it. Uh, it, Do you think that there is a connection to your early childhood and the experiences you had as to why you had that experience? Uh, And I'm also going to ask you this as well, just so I don't forget. Uh, When it comes to the experience, when they grabbed you, uh, that's very physical. And so, you know, because it, it, you opened up with the idea of almost like you felt like you were entering in a, into a lucid mindset and knowing where this, this conversation is going, uh, lucidity is something that will come up again. Do you think that this is mm-hmm. something that was extremely physical in this realm? Or do you think there was maybe some kind of shift? Uh, was there any markings on your body that was evidence that you were grabbed, you know, like uh, we talk a lot about on the show about the interdimensional aspect of things and how uh, human beings can shift into other realms. Uh, and some do it willingly and some people do it by accident. And like in your case, clearly it's not something you wanted to do. Uh, so what what are your thoughts on mm-hmm. the, that aspect though of, you know, was it this realm kind of thing, very physical, or was it a shift that you experienced? But before you answer that, I mean, is there any kind of precursor that you can think of that was, you know, something that maybe led to that experience?
1: As far as a precursor is concerned, um, I mean, naturally a child doesn't really have a lot of memories from the time they're really five and six and below that. I do have one early memory of being washed in a sink. Uh, That's how small I was. Um, But during those years and a few years before that, there, there were a lot of freaky experiences happening around the house, um, poltergeist stuff, doors opening and closing. Um, it was almost as if I was being taken through these experiences until enough of the, that kind of interdimensional play could generate a field, It's kind of how I'm thinking, to where the next stage or step of whatever these entities are could utilize I think these things use our own bodies as portals.
0: This was a preview of today's member episode. If you want to hear the whole thing, head on over to com. hit the join button and become a member today.